Welcome to Was It Good? We just finished watching Spider-Man Far From Home, Marvel's newest MCU film. I'm your host, Ravi, joined by my two brothers, Christian and Arjuna. We're discussing where this film takes place in the MCU, how the world is post-snap, is Marvel wasting our time, and answering the age-old question of, was it good? Nice. Mine that was great. Right? That, that, that might have been your best one in a few weeks, to be honest. Thank you. Like, you weren't, you didn't rush it. Nope. It's because we're doing late in the day. You haven't just had coffee, so you're not, like, hyped out of your mind. That's true. That is also so, true as well. It was well. like nice cadence. Thank you, Krishna. That yeah. was that's probably the nicest thing you've ever said to me. It is. If that was your best one, mm-hmm. then uh, we should all be looking for new work. <laughs> oh boy, that is not wrong. Let's uh, let's gear it back towards Spider-Man: Far From Home. Uh, on this podcast, we like to do something right off the top. It's called our one-word impressions. And usually, I let you, one of you two, go first. Ooh. And I'm going to change it up. I'm going to be selfish. Okay. This and, is good. And actually, have Arjuna go because I actually don't. Yeah. I don't think I just I thought of my one word impression. I was about to say it and I was like, no, I hate it. So never mind. Junior, you go first. My one word impression is forgettable. Mm. And the reason I go for forgettable is that we're gonna get into this right after, but I do the section what happened um for the podcast and I wrote it this I wrote it a few hours ago and it, it and I just saw this movie Four days ago? Uh, actually, at the, ago? Sand, at the beginning, I said we just watched it. Okay, but in reality, I just, <laughs> I just, I, I watched this movie a few days ago, and I struggled to recall the order of events in the movie. Mm. So I'm going to go forgettable, because I've already forgotten large portions of this movie. That's nice. pretty, that's sad, but that sad. we are definitely going to tie in, jump into that more, because like I said right off the beginning, uh, you know, is Marvel just wasting our time at this point, so... Mm. I think that's a, an interesting... Post-blip. Post-blip. Mm. Yeah, this is... What number of movie is this, by the way? 23. This is a 23 now. Motherfucking MCU movie out there. Yeah. So can somebody, right off the top, tell me what number uh, 14 was? Yeah, that's what I thought. Nobody knows. Oh, that, I could literally hear... Why would anybody, why would I could anyone literally know hear that? the crickets in my brain. I'm going to guess... I'm going to guess... Guardians. I saw some smoke coming out of your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was, that Guys, was like, I, I'll, I can find the answer. No, I really don't want to know. Christian, your one-word impression. I'm going to I'm gonna steal it right from your little reaction to Arjuna's thing. Post-blip. Post-blip. Well, that's is that, is that, is that, that's, that's two words, though, right? Two, I mean, I guess... It, How about this? Say it in a sentence. I'm just going to say blip. Blip? Yeah. And here's why it's a blip. Not for the reason you think. Yep. It's a blip because... I think it's actually one of the better uh, sequel uh, movies in the solo movie uh, stuff, if that makes sense. So, outside of the team-up movies, Mm -hmm. most sequels uh, to these individual heroes have been not just forgettable, but just patently bad. Right. And I really did not like uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. I thought it was massively overrated. And so, this was a blip in my expectations of what I thought this movie was going to be. A blip. A blip also refers to... The snap. The snap. Uh, I have a, an answer to the 14th movie in the MCU. Oh, for love of God. Why? It's everyone's favorite movie, sure. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Wow. Good Lord. That movie was number 14. Wow. It's, it's I feel like that would have came so much later. Well, but, yeah. Phase 3 is 3, 6, 9, 11 movies. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. That's kind of... Silly. Versus the other two phases are six. Uh, oh, uh, everyone, spoiler alert. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, I should be providing that more. So I guess this wasn't my best intro ever. Yeah, that was pretty good. I mean, we haven't actually ruined anything yet. So we actually put it in a good True. place. I what is an intro? So for our one word impression so far, Krishna, you gave us blip. Arjuna, you gave us forgotten. And I'm going to go with, and I believe, and Juna, for the love of God, don't fact check me on this. Nobody cares. I'm going to use the term shiny. I say don't fact check me because I feel like I've used that before in another movie. But I want to use shiny here or some kind of cinnamon? 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 Synonym. 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 You used it very recently. That's what I thought. On another Disney movie. Yeah. Toy Story 4. That's right. So I want to use shiny again, though, because the CGI in this film is some of the god most awful CGI in a superhero film I've seen since Black Panther. Black wow. Panther is quintessential, was, was, in terms of my power rankings, the number one worst CGI superhero film. This is by far the easiest, easiest, worst, just absolute. This is worse than Black Panther? Worst CGI for, for uh, yeah. So for it's worse than Black Panther? Guys, worse than Black Panther. Wow. Guys, we have a perfect sentence we if do. you combine our, our uh, words. It's forgettable, shiny blip. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's the sentence. So the official uh, Was It Good Cruise wow. quick tagline to review the film is forgettable, shiny blip. I think that's all. I think that's it. I think, I think that's pause, done. I think that... Uh, no, that, no, that no. That makes it kind no, of like... No, no, because my blip was a positive word. I know it seems like it's a negative. It seems like it's, it's a, a negative, positive. but it was. But to to clarify, I was trying to be clever. Back to your word blip. You're calling it a blip because in a good way. In a good way, yes. But a, the term or the word blip is negative. No, 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 no. Blip, blip in and of itself is neither negative nor positive. Most people choose to use it perhaps in a negative way. Gotcha. Blip to me just means like. You're going along like this, you yep. know, like a nice even keel thing, and a blip is like a, you know, a spike or a little a divot in the road, you know, or you know, it, it's 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 a, it's an unexpected happening, an unexpected happening. And for me, that's what this movie was. I was uh, I was uh, I was surprised. Yeah, an unexpected in a, in a good way. happening, a good blip. Wow. It's kind of like when you eat a burrito and you got a massive, you know, massive like fart to let out. Blip. I've got our now. No, this, this is- movie is a fart. This movie is a fart. No, wow. that's not the way I wanted to use it. Yeah. I, I, I'm i going to have to think on... Because I still feel like... You're overthinking it, man. I definitely totally <laughs> yeah. overthinking it. Okay. Let's move moving on into this podcast and kind of really diving in. You know, I think we should put a disclaimer out there. A lot of people that listen to our podcast, a lot of the feedback we get is that we're always finding things to nitpick. Mm. And to that, I want to say, yes. <laughs> yes, we are. That's what we do. We <laughs> expect perfection yeah. every time we see a movie. We're never going to get perfection, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. But at the same time, it's always having fun and yeah. just nitpicking the hell out of it. Yeah, we we hope we hope that the nitpicking were at least coming from three slightly different perspectives, and you'll agree with some of it, you'll disagree with some of it. But it's yes, it's just for good fun. Yeah, like that movie that you will stand by. Uh, what was it? What was Triple it Frontier. Yeah, Triple that, Frontier. Yeah. Great movie. Hey, Krishner. The millennials here ha- think it was a jerk off. Well, actually, I saw an article from Netflix today says that Netflix is now because of Triple Frontier and the failure of Triple Frontier and the amount of money they put into it, to, they are reassessing how much money they put into Netflix original movies. <sighs> Thank <laughs> fucking and God. that's because of you two. I blame you two because you can't see on- true art. Honestly, if that's the case and we were able to get them to fix their idiotic ways, then to me, that's a win. That's a success. We 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 have succeeded. No, 
It's a win-win-win. You should, there are plenty of other movies you should have done it with. Anyway, let's kind of give a general recap in our producer Arjuna's favorite section that he writes. He spends a lot of energy and time in this. Um, and I want to try something new t- this time, Krishna. I want you and I to kind of grade Arjuna oh, on his what happened. Okay. To kind of like see, did he actually put effort into this or did he just have a laugh? This one's, this one's going to be rough. So here we go. So <laughs> our what happened, which is done by Arjuna. Arjuna Ramgopal. You can find um, if you want to find his address, just DM me afterwards. Arjuna Ramgopal, ESPN. And we don't work for ESPN. <laughs> so here we go. What happened? In Arjuna's words, Mexico. C. School TV Memorial. B plus. Spider Charity. B. Awkward old people flirting. Hmm. I don't want you to remember that one. So oh boy. B. Oh boy. I'm gonna say B. So awkward old people flirting. That was. Um, Happy and his aunt. Oh, right. that's yeah. right. Aunt okay. Where he's like, that's a nice new dress. And it's like... I got you, I got you. What just happened? To uh, Europe. I give it a C. Flight shenanigans. B. Water attack. B. Spy shit with glasses. B. Mysterio is a good guy. Oh, you ruined it, Junior. That's a C. <laughs> give it away. <laughs> Redirect. Give it away. Redirect. I'm going to say C. Bus drones. Bus drones is a C. Bathroom. But no, no, you got to do it right, Rappy. Bathroom. Bathroom. In all caps. That's an A. That's an A? That's definitely an A. I love you, but I can't say it. I am an awkward teen. Okay, got to run. Bye. Uh, I'm going to say B+, because that could also be applied to Stranger Things. (laughs) So well done. Well done. Lava Monster dies. Everyone wins. Yeah, that's a C+. Oh, my God. Arjuna, really? Mysterio is actually a bad guy. That's an what? F? That's an F. Because you ruined that it already. That fucking sucks. That you was ruined terrible. It. You ruined it from the first <laughs> you, time. You ru- this is... Uh, wow. I have, I, have, I have a rebuttal to this whole thing afterwards. Sure. Okay, okay. I am Spider-Man, but MJ figured it out. Okay. Yeah. Ki- kids figure out Mysterio is bad. Yeah, that's a C. That was lazy, Juno. Peter versus Mysterio, round one. Uh, I mean, that's, a, that's a B+. Plus. That's, that's pretty good. Happy and Peter have a heart to heart. A minus. Good guy. Oh, battle in London. Uh, Junior, if you had made it battle for London, uh, that would have been an A plus. But battle in London, it's an A minus. Uh, good guys <laughs> win. Uh, that's an F. Yeah, man. I, wait, there's still two more. Yep, yep. Commissioner Gordon. Wait, Commissioner Gordon outs Spider Man. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the actor who plays. Yeah, J.K. Simmons played Gordon in uh, Justice League. Justice League. But he also played the original. He did? Yeah. But that, that's the joke, right? Because like everyone obviously is like, oh, it's, uh, you know. The, I'm going uh, to give you a C on this only because you could have gone with OG J.K. So that was too simple. I went with the joke that here's the role that no one's going to ever remember him for. Yeah. Unfortunately, you're not. If I just have to be too more. smart. We got one more here. And to wrap it all up, obviously, you're just referring to the post credit scene. Oh, look, Skrulls. Oh, look, Skrulls. You know what? I like that. That's good. A minus. Oh, look, Skrulls. Yeah. Say that ten times fast. Oh, look, Skrulls. Oh, look, Skrulls. Oh, look, Skrulls. Oh, look. Yeah. I put the effort into this movie that they put into making this movie. Wow. And then to my details. That's interesting, actually. So, like, oh, the Mysterio's a bad guy? That was because... And I'll get into this later. I think I have a rant or something. When, uh, when don't you? Uh, I've just... Uh, <laughs> the marketing of, oh, Mysterio's a good guy. <laughs> nice. Wow, Arjuna. So... Oh, he I, just took. He just took. He just shat on an entire uh, department whose job is to sell this movie. I don't blame the by making a 
noise. I don't, I, 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 I don't play the marketing team. Wow, are you? The marketing team's giving. You know, they're giving the directions of this is X, Y, and Z. I, 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 I shit on the person whose decision it was is like, yeah, we can trick the audience, and Mysterio's the good guy. Yeah. So to be fair, let's yeah. actually let's let's yeah. let's jump into it. let's start right there. I, I think, think that's a great place to start. I think because we we are all you know we classify ourselves ourselves as like nerds or like people that like the pop culture crap. We all grew up watching the 1990s anime Spider Man. We all saw for the most part. I think that was our first time being uh, introduced to the world of Mysterio. Sure. So we knew at the get-go that he is this villain. He uses the idea of illusion to kind of get around, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so for us, I think it was obvious, right, knowing that Mysterio was going to be a bad guy and all that fun jazz. Mm-hmm. We did remember – I've asked a couple of people that aren't as big into, like, the whole nerdum and stuff, and they didn't actually see that coming. Okay. Even based on the marketing that was presented to them, mm-hmm. they did genuinely think it was a bad guy. That's not true. You said Trevor oh, said he saw it coming. That was that was a different person. Yeah, but Trevor is our baseline right. of, of plebeians. Wow. <laughs> Just kidding, what? Trevor. I hope Trevor's no, not watching but, this. but you said Trevor had no idea, like, didn't know anything about. Spider-Man. Sure. So, so Trevor, yeah, Trevor doesn't watch like the comics or anything like that. But so, yes, he knew. He, he, he did, knew. He, did he said it was it. obvious from the start, and it was obvious from the start. It was badly done. All right, next, next point. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm not done with this point. I mean, I guess you can also kind of dive into the actual movie itself. Like, let's ignore the marketing for a second. Sure. We all kind of have a basic understanding of how. The three-story um, act works, mm. and by the time obviously they kill the last monster elemental, as they call them, which were all just fake illusions. You know, there's more than we're only like halfway through the movie, right? right. Just so, about, yeah. Yeah, so you kind of obviously knew something was going on in terms of what information you were being presented. Just from a storytelling standpoint, there had to be something else, something more there. So that obviously did not help them. Um, the other point, and I think we talked about this a little bit too, or Junior, I think you mentioned this, was because we did this kind of stupid optical illusion, it gave less um, gave less time to actually understand Mysterio or why the hell he did anything that he did, right? Yeah, so one thing I liked about Homecoming was the development and what they did with Vulture, which is Michael Keaton's Vulture. Like, he, he was a character you can understand, right? He was... Uh, you know, he was an everyday blue collar type of guy. You know, he kind of went out of you know his, his business changed with the emergence of superheroes, and he became this guy who co- collected alien stuff and sold it to make a living. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Mysterio, like Ravi said, I think because you had this reveal halfway through, you had this kind of awkward scene where Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio just explains a plan mm-hmm. to a room of people that already know the plan. It's an exp- it's yeah. a it's a it's an in- info dump, right? Yep. Just for the sake of the audience and it, it it's it's not well done. It's not well done and it's just like cool. This should have been a bigger moment, right? And it's not necessarily that I'm upset that oh, it was obvious cuz yes, it was obvious. It was just it was poorly done and the, just everything about it, it just felt lazy. It, it felt like it wasn't handled well. And then, and then, oh, we have Jake Gyllenhaal who's upset that Tony Stark named his system Barf. 
<laughs> yeah. That's literally his character motivation. So, so, so here's... And it's like... Yeah. And also, here's the thing. Oh, we're all mad at Tony Stark, even though he literally just saved the universe eight months ago. Right. Literally, ultimate sacrifice, everything like that. But we're still mad. Like, it, it, yeah. it's, it felt tone deaf. I didn't, I didn't mind that part at all, because let's be honest, um, people live in their own bubble, mm-hmm. sure. and people are going to blame their employers, even if they do great things. That's just the, that's the, I didn't mind that at all. But what I did mind was this. So from the, my tone, I, I hope you're already getting that I had, I had a relatively positive experience with the movie. The worst part of the movie by far was Mysterio, and, which is actually mind-blowing to me, because they have a great actor in Jake Gyllenhaal, who's done, who has a wide range of acting ability, right? They should have let him go full Donnie Darko. <laughs> with the way to make Mysterio work is, and they try, they try to. I feel like with that speech, right? That speech is the first time he's Mysterio, sure. right? And he was supposed to act, be, you know, acting like like a madman, right? That was kind of the shtick I was, I think they were trying to go for, and it was, it just was, it was too tame. They should have let him be crazier than that, or you know, developed a different style instead of him just yelling. Right, have him be like super creepy or something, but you know that's that's not the decision they went with. That's not the direction they went with. Um, you know, outside of Mysterio, which you know was obvious to me because unfortunately I already know about Mysterio and saw that coming. Uh, the rest of the movie was great. It's just that part was the rest of the movie was, was great. great. Yes. Interesting. It was. Christian, yeah. tell us yeah. what was so great about it. Um, what was your favorite part? Ooh, we're in the, the favorite movie. part. Yes. Yeah, oh man, my favorite part. I, so I, I don't. I think my favorite part is gonna be a collection of parts. All the stuff, and it's gonna be weird to say, but all the high schooly stuff around Peter Parker, all the character development. Ugh. Um, but like, no, seriously, like, all those interactions were like super funny. There was, it, it was like, it was. It kind of reminded me a little bit of what they did with Guardians, where they just let the characters sort of rift and exist outside of the role of a superhero, right? And I think that's what makes Guardians so strong, is that it's a band of misfits. They're not traditional heroes. They have motives outside of being heroes and saving the world. That's what makes them so lovable. And I think they went, they really went in on this, uh, in this movie, with letting Peter Parker just, he really, you know, sure, he he's an Avenger, uh, he's a superhero, but he really is trying to have a life outside of that. And that was like a strong motivation for him. Uh, and I thought all the rest of the stuff, just you know, being the high school high school kid in today's day and age, it, today's day and age, uh, 2019, was super quirky and a lot of fun. It was funny. Actually, technically, it's 2023. Yeah, they're in the future, man. Yeah. So. Well, that explains the drone strike <laughs> by a high school year. <laughs> Killing. So to get rid of the competition, he uses a drone. Yeah, that was oh, that was goodness. funny to me. Yeah. So moving on. That's, that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> I think Christian summed everything up perfectly. Oh, uh, Arjuna, you know, as we're doing our favorite parts right now, what was your favorite part? I think if you had any. I, I do. By far. The the best part is the very the beginning of the movie. I think it's right after it's like oh, the yeah. second the second scene, mm-hmm. which is the high school television newscast. Mm-hmm. Um, that is done and, and kind of building off of Christian's point of just like creating this high school environment and letting these characters rift and it, it perfectly I mean Ravi you and I did uh, P- 
PTV in high oh, school. Yeah. Yeah, that's we what did, it felt like. We did high school television, and, and uh, it definitely felt like that. It was like you had the little shotgun mic kind of dangling down and, you know, the really crappy transitions and the, the low. The bad green screen. The, the bad br- green screen, just everything. It was uh, it was very well done in how badly it was done. Uh, it was just, it was funny. Like they, you know, showing the memoriam of like Iron Man, Black Widow, and Vision, and and like and uh, all the characters that died in uh, in game was, <laughs> was so kind goofy. of funny. It's like it's it's a way to take something that's serious, yeah, uh, and, and put it into the world of these high schoolers and these kids, yeah, um, which is it's an interesting take. Yeah, Ivy, what's your favorite part? My favorite part is going to actually be the post credit scene. Um, Which one? The one with uh, Samuel Jackson, the real Samuel Jackson, hanging out with the Skrulls, and then um, what is the Skrull on Earth and his wife's name? Talos. Talos and his and wife. And I forget what his wife's name is. Um, Talos' then, wife. Then <laughs> wow. Then the the real that you know they're not actually it's not the really um, Nick Fury, uh, Hill or Fury. It was actually Skrulls the whole time. Um, during the movie, during the movie, and and that was my favorite part, and that is a problem. Yeah, because your favorite part was the end. My favorite part was the very, very end, and it was basically a th- you know a throwaway couple scenes, right? But and it, I, it does create a lot of questions, uh, which I don't know if we want to dive into now or later. No, we'll get there. We'll get there. I, okay. I still want to kind of just complain. Sure, keep, keep going. <laughs> Thank you. Don't interrupt my complaining again. No, um, in all seriousness, this is a problem to me because I've read online that you know I'm not. I'm not in the um, unfortunate minority saying that the biggest takeaway from this movie was that end sequence. And the reason I see this as a problem is because are we still at that point where these comic book movies are serialized to the point of like a TV season, essentially, or TV series? Oh, it totally is. Um, Are we at that point? Because I guess, you know, you look at it, you... I look at it in the lar- a larger picture where that thing that Steven Spielberg warned us about and said and kind of went off the deep end about where the Hollywood summer blockbuster is going to kill Hollywood. Mm-hmm. This is that relationship where these big gigantic movies are making a crap ton of money. The smaller independent films, the smaller, more interesting things that kind of spark and help spark imagination aren't being created anymore because they can't compete with the Spider-Mans or the Marvel films. I don't know if that's true. Those movies are still there. It's just that the the marketing is drowned out. The hype is drowned out by the blockbusters. Those movies are still there, though. You can go see them. There's a bunch There's, of movies on AMC that you can go see that you've never heard of and will never see that are probably really good. So, Same thing with foreign no, movies. No, so with AMC. So AMC is obviously in Southern California. It's the largest movie chain out here. Sure. There's only one theater that shows kind of those off-the-wall more independent, foreign-type films. And that's the one out in Sunset. That's where we saw Wandering Earth, until Wandering Earth got that big boost. It's and pretty then central other... location. What's the problem? I, I don't live there. If you, it's not that far. It's not like you're, if you want, if, you're, if that's something you're passionate about, that's something you can go do. And it's the same thing with any other movie fan. Well, so I, I have a couple points off of your point. So one thing... One th- so right I'm going to have some more points after your points about my points. Well, so, so one thing that you said to me that kind of stuck with me is you said after mis- the Mysterio reveal happened, you were kind of bored with the movie and were just waiting for the end. Yeah. Because you felt like... I was done. It was generic. You were done. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this creates the bigger pro- a bigger problem that Marvel is going to run into and will be fascinating to watch. Um, and something that I, talking with people that I know, um, felt with this movie and anything really post-Endgame is like, well, I saw the Endgame. 
right? All of oh, the yeah. all of the Marvel movies for these first eleven years, that story is done essentially, right? It, yeah. Endgame, universally praised, loved everything, and it's like, do I need to see Spider Man and anything that really follows after this? Like, what else is there? Isn't it just going to be an extension of the same story? Mm-hmm. And I think by and large with Spider Man, like. Yeah, you could probably you could probably say like it's a cool little movie. Like, is it is it how much how needed is it? How invested am I am I in seeing this movie about? How invested am I in seeing another solo Spider Man movie when I've gotten I've there's the three Tobey Maguire ones, mm-hmm. there's the two Andrew Garfield ones, there's Homecoming, there's Spider Man in the two Avengers movies and Civil War. Like, how much more Spider Man and Spider Man by himself, right? Do I really need that? I that I haven't seen in the last. 10, 15, 20 years. My How much re- new ground is treaded? My rebuttal to that, only, the only rebuttal to that, I sure. think, is, is uh, correct me if I'm wrong, does the vulture die in the first one? No. He does not. Uh, so here's my thing. So maybe you're building up, perhaps, potentially, within the Spider-Man universe, at least. Maybe you can build up a little Sinister Six action, you know what I'm saying? But they killed We're Mysterio. Is an illusionist. He's not dead. Come is on. he dead though? Yeah. Come on, come on. <laughs> That's later. I mean, and, and even and even if in the script and in their world he's dead, it, sure. it would be so easy to bring but, him back. But it here, was an illusion. But, but, well, so here's one thing I have. Right, I I think that Marvel is getting to a point where you can't do. I feel like you really can't do these smaller movies <laughs> with the well-established characters. Like, what do you mean? Another solo oh. Spider-Man movie, right? Yeah. Like, sure, it's going to make money, and I'm sure... But that's sure, all that they care about, right? Sure. So they can't do it. But, no, they will do it. Yeah. But I think the problem for, like, me as a fan is, like, do I really need to go see it? Probably not, because at this point, I don't know how much more verse to tell in a solo Spider-Man movie in high school, right? We've seen... Sure. We've had eight of these movies now. Right. Like, if I wanted to see a live another live-action Spider-Man movie, show me, like, old man Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Like, a 50-year-old Spider-Man, down on his luck, whatever. Or something that's different, at least. And I, I think I have a that's, theory. that's what hopefully they do at some point. I have a theory about that. Sure. So I think they, and this is you know this is a theory that I, there's no way to confirm this, uh, at least with what I've read. They cast Tom Holland, who's a super young dude, right? Sure. Tobey Maguire, and I think even Andrew Garfield were a little bit older when they were cast. The reason that they cast Tom Holland so young is that they actually do plan on doing, I think, a lot of these Spider-Man movies. Oh yeah, Tom Holland is kind of set for life. Like you know how like the rest <laughs> of them have like a trilogies and they sort of and then the team ups. Sure. Like that's the formula for the rest of them. For him, I, I I'm really thinking they're gonna do like six to ten, set up like a pretty cool Sinister Six, you know, thing, right? Which is why I think you know. Whatever they do with Venom is somewhat important. I know Venom's not part of the Sinister Six. Is that right? He's Correct. not, right? He is not part of I know he's Sinister not, Six. but still, if you want to do a bunch of ton, ton of movies with Peter Parker, maybe it's a slow build. It's a slow burn. At least that's what I'm hoping for. Because they're going to make these movies, right? So Well, they have to. Contractually with Sony, Yeah, they oh, have to make go. these movies X amount. Well, I think I believe Sony has to make a solo Spider-Man movie every two, two years. five years oh, to keep the solo movie right. Yeah, which oh, Sony cer- does? yeah to keep yeah. certain rights. So that I mean, like we're talking about all these, you know, X, Y, and Zs, and blah blah blah. But then there's also the big, the bigger factor of like there's there are contractual agreements yeah. in place. So I, it's like I don't know, just start doing like mini team up movies though, uh, like instead of like more so- solo Spider Man and and solo solo. Right, but if Sony, but Sony, <laughs> re- remember, Sony wants to keep those rights, so they're gonna sure. have to do. Yeah. 
the solo Spider-Man. But and I mean, like people- Homecoming had Iron Man in it, right? So like, have have Doctor Strange. Don't do a Doctor Strange two. Do like Doctor Strange and Spider-Man and Daredevil team up for some New York threat, right? Why, why do that? Why threats. do that when you can do that on top of the solo? And here's here's where I disagree a little bit. Uh, some people really do like these solo movies. Some people like Sp- the Spider-Man movies. Some people like the Doctor Strange and the the Captain Marvel and all these little solo movies. Well, I want you to find those people. They're there. You just go on Twitter. Get rid of them. them. Oh, you want me to get rid of them? Um, yeah, just but do this. I, I think if you keep doing the same thing, people will get fatigued. So I'm saying, if you Marvel's know, a smart, mu- we've been saying we've been saying this since Thor two, which yeah. is Iron Man two. Sure. Yeah, that's like 20 movies ago, and they're still making them. People are still seeing them, and they're still making money. And we're still talking about it. Yeah. So I don't think it's still going to happen. No, no, no. Right? I don't. Will I don't think the sure. fatigue is going to happen. If it does, it hasn't happened yet. So be, why? It's so be, why? The reason it hasn't happened is because they have adjusted slightly. Like Captain America was a mini Avengers movie, right? Sure. Captain America: Civil War, Spider-Man: Homecoming had Iron Man in it. Mm-hmm. So they've started some of these elements. But to me, Far From Home is another step back into oh, here's the Spider-Man, just Spider-Man movie. Here's the just Iron Man, Iron Man movie. I feel like I maybe I'm wrong, but maybe I feel like they're going backwards with this movie. I, I don't. Th- I, I don't think they're going backwards. I think it's. Well, I mean, they don't have to. Like, yeah, they don't have sure. to make a big blockbuster every single time. And me, for it's me personally, one out of every five that yeah. needs to be a big blockbuster. And for me personally, I don't want to see team ups in every movie. Like those comic book movies have never been about. Yeah, comic book movies have the team ups, but not every issue of Spider Man is a team up, right? You still sure. go back to his own life, and those stories are still important. You know, I do agree a hundred percent with you that this this high school Spider Man is old and it's been done. Uh, it's been beaten to death, and that's literally. what I mean. The third one's going to be him still in high school in his senior right. year. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't know. I don't know. I trust me. I get you, and I'm waiting. I know. I'm hoping that we get to when Tom Holland can finally graduate high school, and we can see <laughs> and some go other, to college. You know, see some, which we've already seen as well. But <laughs> even so, that's even why so, I... and I'm hoping Dave Franco is cast as Green Goblin because that Dave was, Franco. It's, it's just the circle of life at that point. You know, what would be better for a third Spider-Man is like tied into Spider-Man into the Spider Verse. We've already kind of How said. Well, they've already said in in, in Spider Man into the Spider Verse, it's been established as a multiverse. We already know that there have there is a multiverse as well within um, the MCU. It's been confirmed based on like the old man Cap is from another dimension. So you could do it. It uh, would be balls to the walls, crazy, but it would be fun. Tom Holland on the junket for uh, Far From Home did reveal that. There was a plan for him to do a cameo in Into the Spider Verse, but they just ran out of time. Yeah, wow, that's amazing. So his his Spider Man was going to show up. Who's the studio for Into the Spider Verse? Is that just Sony? That's Sony, Sony, Sony and Marvel, Animation. obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's not it's not part of the MCU, but right, they produced it and basically did nothing. Produced. I mean, it's the same. I think it's the same like kind of relationship that Fox had originally with like the X Men and stuff. Mm. It's a courtesy type thing. It is right. quite the conundrum. So let's move into. Oh, I, uh, I do have one other question that kind of relates, real quick. So if we go, if we buy into my theory that they are building up to Sinister Six, who would you want the next Sinister Six villain to be? If they were to do, if you were, they held a gun to your head and forced you to see the next Spider-Man solo movie. Oh, this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a weird answer, but I always really liked the Hobgoblin in the animated Spider-Man. That's wow. the orange one, right? The yeah. orange, yeah, one. yeah. yeah. the original, love- the original Goblin. Is he is is Hob before Green? At least in the anime show, yeah, it was he shows before. up before. Yeah, the, before. I, right. I don't, I don't know. If he, I don't, I don't know, know about the comics. Yeah, but the, the I always really liked the Hobgoblin, and I feel like they. I feel like he sh- he hasn't been done in live action. I want to see something new and different. Green Goblin, we've already seen three times technically. Yeah, three. Um, 
Well, you had uh, Willem Dafoe, you had Dafoe. James Franco, and you had uh, the guy in uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Nice. Oh, that's right. That that interpretation was terrible. Dave DeHaan, I think was his He's name. He's a great actor, but nice. how they did that was, <laughs> was just terrible. Bad. He got like fangs. Yeah. He got fangs and like he had like a weird like Well, in the Ultimate Techno Mask or something. In the uh, well, he's supposed to be more of the Ultimate Spider-Man where the Green Goblin actually turns into like this hulking thing that like shoots fireballs and is like <laughs> mutated. The, oh, yeah. the Goblin we actually see in uh, Into the Spider-Verse. In the Spider-Verse. Is that Hobgoblin? No, that's Goblin. That's oh, Green, that's Green Goblin. Goblin. But in the Ultimate the Spider-Man, like it, it turns into that thing instead of just like a crazy dude. Gotcha. That's riding around on a glider. Who would you want to see for a villain for Sinister Six? I know what mine is. If you want me to go next, I can. You can go next because I, I don't know actually. Who I'd mine want. would be Rhino because <laughs> let's be honest, that you would just, in my opinion, you would pick the Rhino. You would make it as goofy and you would make the movie straight comedy. Wasn't the Rhino George... Um, not George. Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. The, end amazing, of, yeah, the beginning and end of The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah, he was Rhino. Oh, I don't remember that at all. It was terrible. It was like That's a quick, probably why. It's like maybe 60 seconds. Actually, did you even see Amazing Spider-Man 2? It's where Emma Stone dies at the end. I think I did. I because just, Spider-Man I snaps no, her neck. I literally have no... Me- what? <laughs> it's a it, very violent movie. It is... It is what? It is the worst Spider-Man movie. It is wait, the wait. worst. The second Andrew Garfield one? It is the yeah. worst Spider-Man. It's worse than Spider-Man, than Spider-Man, worse than Spider-Man 3? It's no. pretty... It's pretty... It's, it's, bad. it's, it's bad. It's strange. That, oh, I mean, that's man. why that universe died, because that movie sucked. And then was it wow. two years later, He Homecoming. shows up in... Uh, no, no, he shows up in Civil War. Yeah, he shows up in Civil War, that's it. Yeah. And then we get Homecoming. Right. That's right. That's amazing. What about you, Ravi? Who do you want to see? As a villain for Spider-Man? As like who could be as the next villain in Spider-Man who could also be part of the Sinister Six. I mean, there's obviously Kingpin because he's the big baddie. Is he part of Sinister Six? I had yeah. no idea. He's usually the head. We there's a lot of different members of the Sinister Six. I think yeah. like almost every Spider-Man villain Octavius. has been part of the Sinister Six. Doc Ock. Doc Ock, would, yeah. Would be another good one. Electro. Craven. Who's Craven the Hunter? You know who I would love and they'll never do it and it makes me very, very sad? Carnage, but not like right. a dumbed down children's ver- version of Carnage, like the 1990s Carnage. I don't know if you've gone back and rewatched that that 1990s Spider-Man. Yeah. That Carnage was actually kind of woohoo. They are doing Carnage. Yeah, but it's going to be a Woody Harrelson is being Carnage. Yeah, but you Venom know movie. it's going to be right. Like... But, the, but did you <laughs> yeah. see Venom? Yeah, Venom was about this symbiote that just wanted to. He was a loser on his planet. Yeah. I mean, that's hilarious. That I mean, what do you think? Car- <laughs> Carnage is going to be like I'm this. Gonna say, like, I'm going to say it right now, uh, Venom. Underrated movie. Oh, if they were boy. to do it, if they were to do a Carnage, like it would need to be a true horrifying car. Like ca- Carnage is. What if ca- I propose ca- Cassidy? This? Cassidy is the um, main uh, human for Carnage, yes. and he was a serial killer. Right. Do you do you know what would make Spider Man this iteration of Spider Man the greatest superhero franchise of all time? You did Rhino next, made it straight comedy, and then you did Carnage for the fourth movie, made it straight horror. They'd never do it. I know they wouldn't, but it would make it the greatest. And if they did those both well, like a great comedy, yeah. and then followed by a great horror movie, it'd be the greatest franchise ever. Ever. Well, you know, these first two Well, I mean, great, you know, if Sony does want to incorporate their, their Sony-verse into the MCU, Jared Leto is going to be Morbius. Who's... Oh, the vampire? The vampire. He looks like a vampire. That no. Works. <laughs> no, I, don't, only, I refuse only, for that to happen. Wait, wait, only well, the get, movie's filming. Only, I don't care. Somebody destroy it. Only if you have Wesley Snipes' blade come in and shoot him in the head. I mean, John Boyega was attached to Blade for a while. Oh, uh, no. No, he Snipes. can't. You, Wesley Slimes Wesley is Snipes. the only person in the universe. You're like, you know how there are actors Idris that were... Idris Elba, maybe. 
Oh shit! Yeah, he's maybe. already like been an older. He's already blade. been Heimdall. That's fine. Cells? People don't know that. What, so, really? Sony, Sony is not Marvel 100. percent Yeah, so you can get away with it. I believe, I believe Marvel Disney owns Blade again, not Sony. Do you oh. think Wesley Snipes would want to play Blade again? Because yes. Wesley Snipes is now in he's his, been campaigning for it. He's in his 50s he's now, been right? Campaigning for it. Uh, uh maybe 60. Wesley he's, Snipes. He's been acting for a long time. Yeah. Wesley, Snipes. like Blade, the Blades trilogy is like some of the most best and brutal, like comic book translated theater out there. Wesley of, Snipes is fifty six years old. Oh man! So he, I mean, if you, you would have to get one of the best. Trainers. One of the best memes I ever saw was um, the top panel is like uh, Black Panther, and it's like you know first black superhero ever. And then you got Blade on the bottom, be like questionable language like what <laughs> yeah. so you can just guess right. great great meme. uh moving on back into spider-man far from home what was uh our least christian you said mysterio was your least favorite part yeah mysterio's dog shit uh arjuna what would your least favorite part be i think for me the my least favorite part has to be it, it's really just the the whole plot of the movie <laughs> to be honest like you should just be like the movie I, I just i i just think from the beginning it was just like oh we're going to do, like it i can or i feel like i'm sitting in the meeting but it's like all right spider-man we're doing a sequel it's always been in new york all right we went to washington dc in the first one which is outside of new york we need to get more more locations with different things Europe. Europe. <laughs> Spider-Man's going to go all over Europe. Okay, how's that going to work? Uh, Mysterio. Oh, okay. Like, literally just people, like, throwing out ideas, and that's the movie we got. Like, that's that's nice. what it felt like to me, personally, yeah. of just, like, okay, how do we get different Spider-Man suits mm. with different locations uh, and different colors? I hear you were saying, Jenner, that this movie felt like all the rest. <laughs> when you clearly have just proven that it is so different, it just felt like a complete. <laughs> it felt like a long commercial of like things to buy and places things, to visit, places to visit, and and things to go see. <laughs> like oh, what the epic conclusion in London, and we can, the London, we the can... London Bridge or the Tower Bridge in London. It's um tourism just went through the roof because yeah. of this movie. Netherlands, oh Netherlands, way up there. So it's just like okay, so the third Spider Man's going to be in space. Because you know we have to keep keep making it bigger and more suits. There is there's, a there's there is a Carnage a, movie right there. Yeah, boom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Planet Venom. Planet Venom. He has to go all the way there. Uh, so yeah, I would I would <laughs> just the, the plot. Uh, the plot I think my least favorite part is probably obviously I said it at the beginning. Um, the CGI. Dear oh, God, yeah, yeah. specifically when uh, Spider-Man is fighting Mysterio and Mysterio is you know pumping full of kind of illusions. Yeah. It looked like it was straight out of the uh, the new Spider-Man game that's on the PlayStation 4. It looked like a video game. they took that, rendered it, maybe made it a little bit shinier just to just piss me off. Shinier. Just yeah, to yeah. piss me off. Yeah. And then they put that in there and they were like, cool, this looks great. I So I completely agree with you. It was... It was Cartoon. Some some video games actually look better than that, to be honest. Like, of the higher-end ones. I will say this, though. The actual concept of the illusions cool. I thought was really cool and yeah. the, the the actual visuals of like what we saw I think was interesting that, and that's that's what disappoints me about this plot twist I wish yeah. we had gotten more of that like Mysterio is is all about illusion and everything and we didn't get enough of illusion illusion or maybe, or maybe or maybe not maybe not so much illusion in that sense, but even more trickery or yeah, more deception. You know, there, there's such just... good stuff. Like, there's a lot of good stuff. There's an arc in Spider-Man where Mysterio 
is Spider-Man. Become Spider-Man. He shoots <laughs> his bodies with him. You know what I mean? Like, that's how Whoa, good That's how that. good he is. Yeah. And it's just like, he came off as this, like, laughable loser. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, and this was, actually, I guess, if I'm allowed a part two of things I didn't particularly like. Please. Is that, once again, because of Tony Stark, there is a villain. There is a mm. an issue in the world, right? Tony... Because of Tony, Vulture came about. Because of Tony, Mysterio came about. Like, oh wow! Yeah, I yeah. get where I was trying to create a connected. It's too connected. It's way too connected. And, or, or not even connected. It's too connected to one character specifically. Yeah. Who is dead? Yeah. At well, this point, Edith. Well, Ravi, rem- even you, death, I'm the hero. Remember this though: with great power dead, dead comes great responsibility. And clearly, Tony wasn't always the most. Oh, that's my third part <laughs> that I'm really annoyed by. So I did the math, right? So Uncle Ben is a crucial piece to the Spider-Man um, lore and yeah. story. And we've talked about this before where you can go and change a couple things in a character. Their sex, their race, their whatever, right? You can change that. But like the fact that a clear, important thing, an uncle to Peter, right, who raised Peter. him. Peter. He basically passed away, we've figured out, a couple months before... The um, so at the beginning of homecoming, home well, civil war, civil war, right? So when he's pulled into civil war, he's only been Spider Man for a few months, right? And so wait, that's because he Spider Man is very is the very first time Spider Man is mentioned is Ant Man, uh, when he, uh, Ant Man meets with the guy and, and it's like, oh, you're looking for heroes? Like I've heard of like I heard there's like this web slinger in New York, right? And so. That's just the very beginning of Spider-Man, oh, wow. which is just a few like, and then Ant-Man goes right into the into Civil War, um, and then Civil War happens. So he's only been Spider-Man for a few months. So is Uncle Civil Ben War. actually is, is he a character in this? So there is a reference. There is a Uncle Ben reference in this movie. It's really quick when he is packing his suitcase mm-hmm. for Europe. His uh, the initials on the suitcase say BFP Ben Franklin Parker. Which is Uncle Ben. So my beef here is <laughs> I get that, you know, Peter needs some kind of like person and that line should come out here and there. But we never hear that line. And he's more kind of upset about Tony who like stop for a second, just kind of look at it logical. And yes, I know it's a comic book movie. Nothing in this thing is logical. But like the human logic aspect to it, this dude who's a rich billionaire playboy, yeah. who by the way has caused so much destruction on this earth, he's more upset about than his own uncle who raised him. So we just have to assume he's dealt with that trauma off screen, or maybe, or maybe his uncle died when he was super young. Like they might, they've, like they've I would have to assume it. they've they've taken some liberties. And to be so. honest, because it is weird, they've missed the they've missed the boat. Like, yeah, if, you can't fix you, it if, now. You, if you if you made a subplot in Spider Man Three about Uncle Ben, it would ring. It would just it wouldn't make would, any sense. It would be dumb. It would be like oh. It would be like one of the writers are listening to this podcast and they're like we should do that, and then I'm gonna call here's, bullshit. Here's what they're gonna do. I can already tell you what they're gonna do. Uncle Ben left when he was a baby, or. They thought he died. And they're going to take the plot of, you know that plot where Peter Parker's parents are spies? Yes. And they're going to apply that to Uncle Ben. He's going to appear in one of these movies as an FBI agent or something. Guaranteed. I and he's going to be played by Keanu Reeves. No, he should be played by Tobey Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be great, actually. <laughs> that would be a, really there is a funny. There's a petition for Tobey Maguire to play Uncle Ben. Full circle. And for Andrew Garfield to play a pizza delivery boy. Why pizza delivery boy? He because sucks. he sucks. 
Uh, well, what do you think of my idea, though? Keanu Reeves, Uncle Ben, FIH? I think that's a great idea. Sony? Yeah, I'm only, it only cost you 50000 John Watts was doing an interview, and they asked him about Uncle Ben, and they said, everything's on the table for Uncle Ben, which is, a.k.a., we are ignoring it, and we have no idea what we want to do with it. Someone else. John Watts is the, the director the there of the movie. I just gave you your perfect out, Sony. Me yeah, terrible. Krishna that's terrible. Uh, you're that's you're supposed to be a writer. That is the silliest plot I've ever. Uh, read. I'm just uh, giving them their out for you to be happy. So we've kind of jumped into our theory section here. You know, um, is Monsieur Australia talking yes. specifically about Uncle Ben? One of the things that was thrown out there: Does he exist uh, in the universe? If we go with Krishna's batshit crazy idea, well, his, yes. initial, his initials are on the suitcase, so he does exist. We just don't know anything about him. Also, there was a there was a scene that they deleted from Homecoming, right when Peter's getting ready for the prom, and he's trying on the different clothes, and their Uncle Ben's clothes, and Aunt May talks about it, but they deleted it, so it's no longer canon. Interesting. Interesting. Why? Uh, why would you delete it? Yeah. I'm curious. They said it didn't fit with Peter's arc in Homecoming. It would have helped, though, like right. build upon like. Didn't fit. It didn't fit. Oh, fair, fair. And fair. then oh, to to come back full circle, the so yes, they've never had the great power. With great power comes great responsibility. Responsibility line. Sure. But the closest we got to it was actually in Civil War, when Tony comes to Peter in his bedroom and he's like, "Why are you Spider Man?" Oh, that's right. And he's like, "Well, you know, you just got." He he says basically a synonym to it. He's like, "I just want to, you know." When you have this, you got to stand up for the little guy. Yeah. Or whatever. Something like that. <laughs> or it's like with, you know, I don't know. Never mind. So one of the other theories um, or one of the other questions that you two keep bringing up is about Mysterio uh, and that he potentially may be alive. He's definitely alive. I would like to remind you all that Peter. 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 Asked Edith. The, Edith. The glasses AI is this a simulation. And her response was. All simulations have been turned off. Here's but, my point. Yeah, here's my point. Too. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Say so them my, at the exact same time. So my, I think they would love that. So my point is this. Uh, Mysterio had control of Edith for quite some time. Boom. At that point. Okay. He could have... And we know he's a super scientist type of guy because he created barf. <laughs> 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 so... There go. He used his science abilities and could have. He could have changed Edith. He had a team under him as right. well. He had a team under yeah. him. You know, very. And it could have been practical effects, right? Illusion is just not CGI. Also, body uh, double. Don't forget the fact that his second in command um, packs up all the computers and stuff, so he still has access and he's out there to all the, the illusions. So even if even if Quentin, whatever his name is, doesn't return as Mysterio, mm-hmm. the power of Mysterio still exists. Sure. That I will. So I will, Mysterio is still alive. I think that makes sense. I don't think Jake Gyllenhaal's character is still alive. Yeah, that's, I mean it doesn't matter either way. You can you could bring him back. You don't have to. How would they do it? You know, it's it's fine. Actually, now that I'm playing this out in my head, you could argue that Mysterio is still alive because there's a video that goes out from JJ James Jonathan that shows that Peter. Oh, we should probably talk about this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The biggest reveal. The biggest reveal in the movie. Uh, Peter's identity was. Blasted all over the screen. I, I found a couple of interesting articles that kind of talk in talk about like how does this play out? Have we seen this in the comics before? The first time or the biggest time we actually see this is during the Civil War comic book arc, Peter where outs Peter, himself. yeah, he outs himself because he joins with Tony, right. part of the um, Accords right. or what we refer to in the MCU as the Sokovian Accords. So they fix that whole piece in Civil War um, based on I think. I think the people just kind of forget. 
essentially. <laughs> That's how you fix it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. comics, just news, comics, and news. They just kind of forget. There's a couple other ones where his identity is revealed, and they use uh, various things so like you know magic or tech or whatever to kind of wipe people's memories. There was an interesting article that came out about it where they were like, well, in this day and age, like look at our own in real life right now, we get celebrity like hate crimes, weird sex tape leaks, like all this other stuff. But people generally, for the most part, forget. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if you could make the case of, oh, Peter Parker is Spider-Man. And then with enough time and enough other events happening, that nod just becomes kind of forgetful. Mm. Or, or nobody people cares. don't care. Or people don't care. Or people don't believe it. Or, right? or second point, uh, in this movie... We they really they're trying real hard to have Spider Man just be the next Iron Man, right? He's in his freaking jet, he's building the freaking thing, you know, his armor. So yeah, Iron Man got to choose to reveal his identity, but I think this is sort of like the foil to it. Peter they're gonna I think they're setting up Peter Parker to be like the Iron Man at least the science, maybe not the leader, but at least the science, like the, the, the Iron Man science behind the new Avengers, which they're obviously gonna do, let's be honest. Yeah. So, Which will literally be called yeah. the New Avengers. Or Secret Avengers. No, Secret Avengers technically has already happened. Scrolls? No, the Secret Avengers would be Cap and his team after Civil War. But they never called themselves the Avengers, so... Yeah, but they were the Secret Avengers. Oh, is that what that no. is? Technically, yes. No. Yeah. Then what is the Scroll no. Avengers? Do they take over all the Avengers? They're called the Scrivengers. <laughs> wow, that sounds right. It's spelled S apostrophe Avengers. <laughs> I, I don't like the reveal, personally. That whole thing at the end. Yeah, I just feel like. Does it make you? Does it make you fear for uh, Peter's life? No, Peter's be, no, safety. and this is why the MCU hasn't really done secret identities for anybody, and except Peter, for Peter. Except for Peter. Yeah, and they, were, sense, they just yeah. got rid of it. Yeah, and it's just like so. We live in a universe where every hero is outed, and there's really no consequences to that at all. If well, that's not true, there might be. He's still in high school, right? That's true. So, so it is a big right. reveal, right? So there must so, be some consequences. So, the, I, so I feel like the third one does need to deal with a lot of this. It yeah. can't just be like, oh, haha, it's nothing really, and like life goes on the same. His life can't be the same. Do we know when the third one's coming out? I guess nothing, not, nothing's nothing been announced, else. right? So. I, if, if we're going the trajectory of how it's gone with Homecoming and this one, it should be two years. Yeah. It'll be 2021. Do you think there'll be a team-up movie before then? Yes. With him? Yes. yes. Which 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 one? Uh, they've released, they released the movies, haven't they? The, the movie. no, 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 no. All we know is that next year, and these are both rumors. Supposedly, ah. there's a Black Widow solo film coming out next year, and the Eternals coming out yeah. next year. Oh, never mind. Wow, that's so random. But we should have um, <laughs> yeah. a better confirmation during Comic Con, which is when that is going to be next week. Next week, you uh, think we're going to get some reveals? Oh, we week, we will after. actually. This is a good plug for us. We will be on the ground. So you will check out Twitter. I mean, we will. Yes. Well, some of <laughs> you us won't. Will. Be. You won't. You'll be at work. Oh, I'm a this is his job. <laughs> oh yeah. This is this is all we do full time. So I just, sell it, kids. I, I just feel like the reveal, and also just to tack it on at the end. While it was cool to see J. Jonah Jameson, and I kind of liked what they did—the Daily Bugle instead of being a newspaper, being it was like a web the, thing, a website thing. Yeah, like, that, oh, that brought great. it brought it into modern. Bringing back J.K. Simmons was great, especially if it's 2023. Uh, God, but just just to have it there and it's like, oh no, it kind of reminds me of Homecoming. Like the the big the big thing at the end of Homecoming was Aunt May found, finds out that Peter is Spider Man, and there was no consequence to that. She's like fully on board. We didn't see any type of discussion or argument or anything. 
Literally, she's just in the beginning of the movie, and she's really there just to give a reason for Happy Hogan to be there, who has a much bigger role than Aunt May does. Sure. So that reveal fizzled because it didn't really lead to anything. And I, my fear is the same end mm. is going to do the same thing. Like, oh, it's not a big deal. Right. Everyone just accepts it. There isn't. There's no conflict. It doesn't Nobody really, cares. Doesn't really move the story forward, right? Like, sure. what? What ha- did Aunt May knowing that he's Peter, which is again a, a, a departure from the, the traditional comic books, really change anything about this movie? She helped him with his fundraiser. That was her fundraiser. Well, and there you go, her. It, She had selfish, selfish motives after she found out. Like she knew, and she's just supportive. But I, it just, and it didn't them. really do anything. It, it, like the, yeah. you could have removed the entire character of Aunt May, and it wouldn't have changed the plot of the movie. Do you know it's 2019? Uh, you know something changed, and uh, it sounds like you're stuck in the 1990s. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you need oh to, my uh, god, that was the X Men. That was the X Men nineties. What do you? What do you get oh your, yeah, great get song. Get your comics right there, buddy. Wow, that's weird. Um, and the last theory we have, someone just wrote scrolls. So, oh yeah, someone want to explain what that means? Well, yeah. So the thing I wanted to get to was the the reveal of Nick Fury being a scroll in this movie. The obvious question is, how long has Talos been Nick Fury? Right. That, that is the million-dollar question for sure. You would assume... I have no idea. I think actually that's a very easy... That's actually an easy one to kind of pick up. Sure? Yeah, because the the Samuel Jack or the Nick Fury character that we got, right, he did not act Nick Fury at all. In fact, there were definitely points in the movie where I was like, okay, this is... What are they doing? This is just being stupid at this point. Right. Right? I thought it was like, hilarious. It was being dumb. So I think if we are going to kind of sit for a minute and be like, oh, when did they swap him out? My personal theory is going to be the Nick Fury that we saw at the end of Infinity War that was with Hill that pulled out the pager. I don't know why, but my gut tells me that was not actually Fury. That was Talos and then the switch had already happened. And that was also my actually net yeah. The reason it goes back to why the page was pulled out then and there is because Talos realized it was a big whatever and had the foresight to go out and reach out to her. That's my theory. What so then the fury we had at Iron Man's funeral, was that the real fury or was that Talos? I would like to think it's the real fury out of respect. Right. But to be quite honest, does it matter either way? Right. Because nothing except a funeral happened. And if you go on Instagram, all the celebrities posting their selfie videos. Those are the only two things that happened then. Hmm. Here's the other thing. It, yeah. Uh, you had mentioned this, and it was a theory after Endgame when you see Peter reunite with Ned at the high school. You see what looks like Mikkel, uh, Ben Mendelsohn's human version of Talos. Yes. So what would that mean? Like what's the what's the the indication is he's he's there he's just been there for a minute for a minute okay so maybe the switch happens after that maybe so some people have speculated that the switch happens between Endgame mm-hmm. and this movie and this movie because it's eight months period the scrolls came back with Captain Marvel how do we the, know that in the battle oh that's right. Yeah, that makes sense. In theory, the switch could also have happened as early as Captain Marvel, really. And the, that cap, yeah, I don't believe it. Yeah, but in theory, Nick Fury could have been Talos the entire. I think time. that would. I think a lot of people would be pissed off. Yeah, that just makes no sense. <laughs> I will say, uh, 
Samuel Jackson did an amazing job playing um, Talos playing Nick Fury because it was different, and I I actually totally that, enjoyed how it. How does that work from a cont- contractual obligation? As no, actor? it's fine. You're, st- <laughs> you're still he's still Nick Fury. I need you but. to play an alien playing you. Yeah. Playing a silly version of you, and I thought he did a great job because it was different. You, yeah. you got a different vibe. I'm like, wait, did the snap lighten him up? <laughs> like, why <laughs> is he so happy? Make him sudden? like yeah. the worst um, yeah. spy ever. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we've got a couple of rants as well. We've got where does this movie rank in terms of Spider-Man films? Mm. I'm gonna I'll solo go first. Spider-Man movies. Solo Spider-Man yeah. films. I'm gonna put it third. I think. I think Spider-Man 1 and 2 with Tobey Maguire are better. Um, Toby! But I, I think it's this is better than the Andrew Garfield duology. And I was disappointed with Homecoming. I Part of me wants to go back and watch Homecoming again to see if maybe I was just in a bad mood that day or something. Christian, when aren't you in a bad mood? Like when I saw this movie. Because really? clearly I'm positive on it. So I'm going I'm to put well, this one third. Well, actually, real third. quick, let's, oh, okay. let's, let's take a, a second here. Um, and just kind of discuss how we all saw the, these films. So Arjuna and I went to go see the film together, and then you saw the film later the same day, but by yourself. Ah, so, so when I'm not oh, with you, I'm happy. interesting. Oh, Christian's got it. We got we got to start doing some tests on this. Yeah, we do. We we'll need to start seeing uh, movies by ourselves. Yeah, see if we get a better better experience. vibe experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah, better smells. Yeah, because usually um, Arjuna's crying, um, yeah. I'm snoring, yeah. and um, you're just happy about everything. Yeah, so. that's true. That's true. It's pretty much or, how we or, see or, wow. sweating. Or why are you sweating? I don't know. Juno, where do you rank this far from? I'm gonna home? put it fifth out of seven. Ooh, ooh, can I guess what your top three or the order? Sure. Uh the original Toby Maguire, one, two, and three. What? And then uh Homecoming and then this one. No. Damn. I'm gonna go close. I'm gonna go Spider Man one. I'm gonna go Homecoming. I'm gonna go Spider Man two. And then I'm even gonna go the first Andrew Garfield movie. Than this movie. Wow. That's not shocking. Uh, I'm going to put this as fourth. I put the Tobey Maguire 1, 2, and 3 as my top three. Then this what? over Homecoming, and the, the last two can be. Spider Man 3 ones. was better than Homecoming? Yes. Yes. It's way more memorable. That, the, it's the true. Fact that there's that, <laughs> it's true. The fact that there's that batshit <laughs> insane <laughs> sequence. Which has been made fun of ad nauseum. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But that, to me, that that's great storytelling yeah. cinema because. I still remember that. I can't remember a whole lot from Homecoming. Yeah, I agree. And I w- say what you will. The Tobey Maguire Spy Man still has like some of the most iconic Spy Man moments: the upside down kiss, yep, the Venom walk, yep, uh, the backhand. <laughs> I mean, it's so iconic. Most, most of those, mo- most of those, sorry, most of those moments were referenced in Into the Spider Verse. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Oh, I yes. guess I guess if we're ranking Into the Spider Verse. Oh, Spy Verse. That's number one. Yeah, number There's one. nothing can beat but that. Uh, I don't know about that. I might put it second to what. Spider-Man 1 with Tobey Maguire. Just because it kicked Get everything. Get the fuck out of here. No, what? Really? No, go back and watch that movie. It still holds up. Even with its... Che- and it's also got a cheesy 90s vibe to it. Like, even though it came out in, like, I think early 2000s. Early 2000s. It, has, it has, like, a cheesy vibe, which totally works for Peter Parker. Peter Parker is an old, traditional kind of a character, right? The nerdy would, would you say, white guy. What, what would you say is more um, American comic book hero? Superman or Spider-Man? I would say of today's generation. Yeah, Spider-Man. today's generation, Spider Man. Uh-huh. Yeah, you gotta go, Spider Man. But like of our parents' generation, it's Superman, no doubt. Yeah. For me personally, it's Batman. Well, you didn't. Nothing. You says, didn't include him. Nothing says America like a billionaire fighting crime in black at night in a city that is corrupt as hell. Let me add another character to this list: Deadpool. Because I would say Deadpool. 
Deadpool actually might become, or is soon becoming, like... The quintessential? Well, Not quintessential, but, like, an iconic, hey, like, hey, comic hey, book. Hey, guys, we got to see what Disney's going to do to screw up this character. I bet they don't screw it up. I don't know. I bet they leave it alone until someone goes too far, and then all the parents of Disney, there's big outrage, and then they'll screw it up. It's, I mean, it's rated R. Arjuna, you uh, volunteered. You were sacrificed this week for the hot take. What do you have for us? My hot take for this movie uh, is that Myster- the Mysterio twist, the tweet, the Mysterio, I can teat? speak. Jesus. The Mysterio twist took away from the movie. Uh, and I think we talked about this earlier, but the reason the twist took away, it, it took away, it robbed us of valuable character development for the character, made Jake Gyllenhaal very one-dimensional, uh, re- included just a, a really poor movie scene that was bad. Like it just wasn't good. It wasn't good filmmaking. It wasn't good. It wasn't interesting. It was cringeworthy to me, uh, and it kind of it ruined the movie for me. When that twist happened, I the movie was ruined at that point. <laughs> I was enjoying nice. myself. Like I, I, I liked, I liked where the movie was going, and the twist happened, and I was out. I you was mean out. The, the, w- the, the madman speech. The madman speech happened, and I, 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 I was out of the movie. I. That's totally valid. That's I cannot. Uh, cannot and I blame uh, Jake. Jake John Hall. No, I don't blame. He's him. a nice net man. He's a nice man. Is he though? I mean, he's okay. He played Donnie Darko. How nice can he be? <laughs> I mean, he's got to be somewhat mentally crazy, right, to play Donnie Darko? Oh, I agree. I agree. It's, it's not, you're not wrong. you got some fun facts here. Yes. So the movie opened up a little early, and in its six-day take, uh, it made $185 million. How cool. is that compared to, let's say, Endgame? Uh, I mean, it's less than Endgame. Half. But is it like a third? Is it a fourth? Is it a fifth? Like a third. I don't know. It's hard to say because they did a six-day take because it opened Tuesday night. Right. Um, so it was 185 million domestically. It's already made 580 million internationally. Oh wow! Yeah. So it, it's gonna make you know it's probably gonna hit around a billion. Might be a little less than a billion. Anything less than a billion is a failure. Now it's true. No, I mean this I'm movie's kidding, gonna but... turn a profit. It only it only had a budget of 160 million. Oh, so it's already turned pretty profit. cheap. Pretty yeah. cheap. Uh, okay. Um, let's kind of. I think we. we I think we've. Uh... I think we've been beaten this one to hell. We have. So uh, we're going to ask the age-old question right now. Uh, we'll start with Krishna, the eldest. Oh. Krishna, was Spider-Man Far From Home good? It was good. It was funny. Uh, I had a good time. It was entertaining. Uh, I was expecting it to be horrible. Um, but yeah, I was shocked. I mean, surprised. Arjuna, was Spider-Man Far From Home good? I'm going to have to say no for this one. What? Just because. What? what? I wanted to like this movie, but I think with what they did with Mysterio and the plot, it just it became a forgettable, um, unneeded sequel. Ravi, was Spider-Man no. Far From Home good? No. Let him finish, Ravi. No. How dare you? No. That's four no's. I know. <laughs> no, no, no. And would anyone watch it again? No. Um... Probably not, to be honest, <laughs> even though I liked it. I think out of this movie, like I said at the beginning, I... We saw this movie because it helped set up the next phase, give us a, you know, a, Actually, a tickle of what's to come. Yeah, I won't watch it again, but I do want to have like the Madman speech primed and ready to go, so that like as soon as you walk into the kitchen, I'm just gonna play it, and and scare you, and make you mad. Why would you do that? To enrage you. That's going to do it for us, everybody. This was the Was It Good podcast. We just reviewed Spider-Man Far From Home. 
be sure to check out our podcast <laughs> when we post them. You can follow us on the socials, Twitter, it's going to be at Was It Good, Instagram, at Was It Good BTM. Like we said earlier, we'll have some fun, fun stuff from Comic Con next week. Maybe a Stranger Things podcast in the near future. As they say, stay frosty. I don't know why they say that. <laughs> also, I don't know if I'm legally allowed to say that. <laughs> Goodbye. <sighs>